Hi everyone and welcome back to Into the Void. I'm your host Ant and you join me today for episode number 18 of my weekly audio diary in which I share my thoughts and musings. So thank you all for tuning in today uh, for the latest episode of my audio log or a log as I I like to call it. Um, I hope you are all doing well at this um, rather testing and extraordinary time, as I like to say. And um, yeah, I hope life is um, treating you well and you're managing to navigate life uh, whilst keeping grounded and trying to um, trying to remain balanced right in the middle on that sweet spot. So I want to begin today's uh, particular episode um, by just focusing on what I call my energy updates, a regular feature that I return to on Into the Void, which is just a really another way of saying, you know, how I'm feeling um, in myself and um, sort of how I'm experiencing life at this time. Because I think I think we can all um, really, I think we'll all probably sorry, agree that um, sort of craziness out there in the external world does seem to be ramping up does seem to be does seem to be amplifying all the time uh, i'll talk a little bit more about this some of the reasons why in a short while um there is no real escape to it and as many people point out online in alternative media we just you know we go from one thing it's covid and then um it was ukraine and now it's a situation in the middle east and of course whilst those things are going on um there are many other situations um, around the world uh, involving war, involving conflict, involving hostility, involving, um, you know, a lot of um, expression of hatred and loathing in the human heart and a, and a sort of um, ever, an ever-increasing um, gross polarisation in the world. But the thoughts um, I've been having during this sort of last seven days, or last five days really, now since I spoke to you all, was um, a quote, kind of a truism that sprang to mind, uh, which I always, it's one of these things that I have written down and that I return to, and this idea of, you know, how we, um, our experience of life is is determined um, by ourselves and um it's not determined by anyone else. So, you know, it isn't, um, we only, um, in effect, we, you could say, we program ourselves. And that's how we, um, we how we view, how we view the world and um, how we experience it is all really, what we experience, perhaps I should say, is, is, is shaped by us. And I think I spoke about this recently in terms of the the um the sort of how pointless it is to have to be pessimistic about the future in terms of everything that's um going on and i know sometimes i can fall into pessimism um and perhaps for good reason when any of us do looking at the events politically socially culturally um it does it does look as if humanity is is heading for what i describe as a as a great reckoning but within that we really do need to try and keep our hearts open and um spread our inner light 
uh, as much as we can and and um, and realize that even in the harshest of conditions it is possible to to find um, to find some joy and I know for myself personally um, I am feeling um, I do have days or moments during days or specific points perhaps I'd say where I am feeling more of an inner sense of peace and calm and stillness. And um, I'm sort of able to to reflect upon how um, in the past, what's currently going on in the Middle East, as I was talking about in the last two episodes of Into the Void, in the past, because I've invested a lot in the sort of trying to understand the history of Israel, Palestine, the settlements uh, and all the rest of it. And um, um, perhaps like quite a lot of people, um, it is a it is a um, an important part of the world. And it's important to consider what's what's been going on there in in recent years since the since the Second World War. And um, I know in the past I would have been far more emotionally involved in what's going on. I probably would have um, been extremely angry at what um, the Israeli state. And I think we have to be careful because um, it's important when people say Israel. I always say that well, it's the Israeli state. It's the Israeli government who are carrying out these actions at the moment against the people um in Gaza, the Gaza Strip, you know, it's not Israel as a whole, because there are many, many people within Israel of, of all faiths, not not just Judaism, who who strongly oppose the Netanyahu government and um, who in no way feel that the Netanyahu government or any Israeli government from the past has has represented them in any way. So I always think it's important to say the actions of the Israeli government and the Israeli state. So, yeah, um, in the past, I would have been literally foaming at the mouth in anger and I would have been um, calling um, for Israel to be destroyed, you know, the great Satan, the great evil, and as some people say, the whole kind of um, synagogue of Satan and all that, which is a ridiculous kind of trope because there are many, many, many Jews who... um, you know, don't want to have anything to do with um, with Zionism and, um, you know, all that Zionism stands for. And as we know, of course, I don't want to get into a debate on Zionism because I'll be here all day. But Zionism isn't um, many of the Bush, uh, you know, neocons would describe themselves as Zionists. So it's not really just a a religious thing. But I guess what I'm trying to say, if I could try and sum it up in a few words here, is that Perhaps as as I've matured and grown, um, I've I've you know I've realised that the more um, extreme elements perhaps within Israel who do support the government, what we might describe as religious fanatics, if you like, um, I, I realise well you know a lot of these people have been brainwashed on either side really religious fanatics from any faith and and I think that. Um, you know, I think we're all we're all vulnerable to being brainwashed. Um, you know, it's not just sort of and to look at it widely, it's not just Jonestown, it's not just Jim Jones, it's not it's not just in, in 
in um in cults um i can recall myself and i've i've mentioned this a few times at the height of the whole fallout from the us presidential election back in november 2020 and um you know the subsequent weeks until the inauguration in january 2021 I was going around ten, telling friends and my family, just you wait, just you wait, Trump's going to come back. And I actually, I was convinced, I, I had convinced myself that this, um, I still believe, as many, many people do rightly, that the election was stolen. But I, I fervently believed, because of a lot of the kind of stuff I was watching, people promoting the Q narrative, I was um, convinced that this was all going to be revealed. There was maybe going to be a, a court case. And uh, as a consequence, um, Biden would not be um, inaugurated. And um, President and former President Trump would be rightly inaugurated in January 2021. Um, but as we know, it never happened. So, you know, I look back and, and in those intervening weeks between November 2020 and January 2021, as I say, I was going around, I was convinced, I was convinced, um, thanks to a lot of kind of YouTubers pushing this sort of Q narrative, saying they've got intel, you know, nod, nod, wink, wink, they know what's going on, that this was, you know, this was um, tied down, it's definitely going to happen, and all we were seeing that it's like a charade until, you know, it is announced that Trump is the actual rightful winner, <coughs> excuse me, of the election, and it didn't happen. So perhaps you could say, um, you know, that I was being brainwashed. I was being brainwashed because I was being told something that didn't happen at the end of the day. And, and that was an interesting process for me to go through because it made me realise in spite of the amount of years I've been trying to gain a deeper understanding of myself, my placing the world, the nature of evil, the evil, sorry, the nature of the shadow, my shadow projection into the world, the nature of all of my emotional, psychological trauma, my childhood wound, wounding, etc., etc. How I'm still um, I'm vulnerable to a form of brainwashing. So you know, whereas once I would have, um, you know, wanted, um, you know, nothing but um, uh, nothing but harm to come to, uh, uh, you know, IDF soldiers in this supposed impending. Uh, ground invasion of Gaza, which we've uh, kept hearing about in the last two weeks. Now I actually feel sorry for these people because they are, you know, they are victims of of brainwashing. And I think that's what we, I think that's what we all need to develop is is a sense of um, humility. Um, I must admit, I I still find it a hard to to um have any sympathy or empathy for the light for the political leadership in the world and the kind of darkness in their hearts uh, and what they promote um i'm still not at that level but anyway just to round things up here in the first 10 minutes just looking at my energy update how i've been feeling about things um yeah it is it is reassuring to know that I don't get pulled into the map, as some people describe it. I don't get pulled into the minutiae of events um, as much as I, I used to. I still do, as many of us do, for anyone who's suffering around the world. I do still feel for the suffering of people in, in that in that part or in, in the Middle East. Um, 
as I was saying last time, I do think at some point, whenever it is, there will have to be a reconciliation because that's the era we are in now where uh, all of these conflicts, um, be they religious, whatever they might be, all of these conflicts within the human heart, um, they are going to, they are, they will have to be resolved if we want to continue, um, if we want to continue uh, as a species, um, as a species on this planet. And, you know, it is, it is, it is good to um, hear uh, when looking at some of the comments or some of the comments sections on, on websites and, and all the rest of it that, you know, quite a lot of uh, the general public are trying to adopt more of a kind of neutral um, position and that is good to see because we don't want um, kind of like uh, hardening of positions or sort of um, hardening of the heart um, because that isn't that isn't really going to help us um, going forward. So that was just my um, just my thoughts on just um, this week in terms of an energy update, how I've been feeling, how I've been processing certain external in events in the world, and how I have I have seen a kind of shift, perhaps to a sort of um, a more mature stance without kind of like being indifferent and without just um, closing down my heart because as I was talking about last time there is a danger where people can say well this is just a religious conflict uh, it's you know many many miles away why why should we even involve ourselves in it why why should we um, even think about it because as I was saying last time I think that um, that can uh, be a little bit of a cop-out Anyway, um, next up in today's episode, I just want to return to a theme um, that I'm exploring a lot at the moment because I think it's very relevant. And that is all of this question or this dilemma of why is there so much chaos on the planet and why is there so much um, disharmony within um, the human heart? And I just want to add um, today just a sort of in terms of our own personal lives, I just want to make the point that um, I think um, what we're what we're really facing um, during this sort of new era, uh, period of awakening or period of revealing, as people are describing it, is that as individuals, I think we're all being forced to face situations, or another way of putting it, of course, is that we're all being forced to face fears, to face our fears that we've been running away from for many, many years. Perhaps it could be the fear, our fear of failure, our fear of being abandoned within a relationship. Perhaps it could be our fear of commitment or our fear of taking on board responsibility. Perhaps it could be our fear of success. I think that's that's a big one for me. That's why often I will quite often um, sabotage myself because I don't feel that I'm worthy of success. And I think more and more um, on an individual level, no matter what our life circumstances are, I think we're all being forced. There is a big shake up going. There is a, a big shape up, shake up, sorry, going on. And um, this thing where we keep um, constantly running away from our fears, I just think, um, as a collective, um, I just don't think that's going to be possible anymore. And again, I think that's why there is so much um, 
chaos and so much um, disharmony in in the human in the human heart and, and individually and in and in the collective and I think that's why a lot of people are just um, they're just choosing to disengage completely from the from the external world and just um, blocking it all out which really isn't um, that isn't an, an it, that isn't an answer um, that isn't an answer either and I know for myself if I can just give a very very quick example to sort of flesh this point out a wee bit I mean one of the things that I often um, fear is uh, a big one for me is um, so like my work history is I, I tend to try and avoid sort of job situation or employment opportunities whereby I have to take on board a lot of responsibility so that's meant that I've taken on I've sort of um, 30 odd years now um, so I'm getting on a bit in my 50s I've never um, wanted to take on management roles I've always tended to do kind of contract temporary work because I don't want to get locked into long-term situations that I can't remove myself I've always kind of rejected employment sort of specialisms or specialist sort of um, career paths because I've always felt well that's going to kind of like be a trap it's a trap um, sort of thing but now what I'm noticing in terms of um, when applying for temporary work it's just not it's just it's just not sticking I'm just applying for lots of things and it just isn't happening and it is kind of like my universe or the universe perhaps I could say or the cosmos however you want to describe it it's, I'm, I'm not able to sort of find myself in, in a situation that I've been very familiar with in employment, which is um, temporary short term because I don't want to take on board, um, you know, responsibility or I don't want to take on board um, committing myself um, to kind of like a job um, situation. And I think for all of us, um, I know from speaking to my friends and family, there, there is quite a lot of... Um, a general feeling of unhappiness, um, low-level depression, uh, a feeling of sort of general malaise as well. Uh, I've spoken a little bit about why I think that's happening in terms of the kind of post-COVID stress and trauma. I don't want to go into that now because I've spoken about that. But I do think it is the conditions uh, that we're experiencing here on, on the planet, as I was just saying, in that we just we just can't run away perhaps i can say that yeah we can't run away from ourselves or another way of putting it is we can't put our head in the sand it's <laughs> quite an image um to the degree that we once could so that's why of course externally if we say like on the political level that's why our politicians and our so-called you know leaders they look so ridiculous because it's this same process in that instance it's like look if we're going to keep giving away our sovereignty, if we're going to keep giving away our, um, our our divine will and our power, that's what happens. We have representatives of that who really they don't want to take on those positions because they haven't worked through their trauma and their shadow. They haven't done the inner work. So we get this gross representation of our own internal shadow, shadow sorry, which is represented through these sort of political and corporate leaders who who just are who are just the most ridiculous characters now it's just they are the grossest form of in inauthenticity that you could you know almost like cartoon like now and, and that's that's the problem that we have and that's going to only 
intensified the more the more we um the more we run away from ourselves and that's why i think for some people who continue to you know bury themselves bury their heads deeper and deeper in in, in the sand they are going to need a more a more intense wake up call which sometimes could be you know they hit a tree at 70 miles an hour and find themselves in a hospital ward or you know they get a very nasty illness or they you know which could mean they develop a cancer or or or, or whatever it might be because the intensity of those experiences to help us or to make us wake up to who and what we are and what we're running away from are going to intensify on the individual level and as I was talking about in the last two weeks on the kind of macro political level geopolitical level that's why we're seeing the political situation that we're seeing in the Middle East and and you know in your own countries across the world the more and more kind of social breakdown and the social degradation and chaos and that is that is only going to um that is only going to intensify um as as we um as we move forward because it's kind of like a paradox it's a paradox because as the world um falls into greater in as the world falls into more and more chaos there is a kind of sense in which we just um, we just want to run from the world. We just want to, you know, hide from it. We want to find our little, our little cave. We want to find our little safe place and just lock out the world. But of course, in doing that, there's no growth in that. If we don't engage with the world, if we don't engage with people, how can we, um, how can we face our fears? How can we stop running away from ourselves? I mean, another ex example of that is quite often. Um, you know, you'll see in the terms in the realm of interpersonal relationships, uh, and I know I fall into this trap of, we know how painful um, romantic intimate relationships can be. You know, they can be the most wonderful things, the most you know life affirming things. But when they go wrong, you know, we can feel um, the betrayal or the heartache. Um, we can feel it on such a such a deep level and when that happens we'll often say well i'm not gonna i can't do relationships anymore and i think we've all fallen into that way of uh understanding and perhaps you know um if we have an understanding of self and have an understanding of kind of like the lack of self-awareness that many people have and the way in which within society as a whole there isn't really any great understanding of what real love is beyond sort of notions of sort of puppy romantic love. There isn't a real great understanding of what true love is within a relationship in terms of going beyond one's own needs in terms of love, in terms of sacrifice and things like that. So I, I understand where people say, well, I'm not going to do relationships anymore because how can you have a healthy relationship in modern society when so few people really have a good grasp on what a relationship actually means? And I get that. But again, that is that part of, you know, wanting to find our haven, wanting to find our little cave and lock ourselves away. And then there's no real capacity for growth. We have to kind of throw ourselves um, into life uh, with all the craziness, with all the ups and downs, because that's where, that's where, um, you know, that's where growth is. That's where we um, can uh, challenge or face our fears and face up to ourselves and also to push beyond um, 
push beyond our comfort zones because it is our relationship to other human beings. It is our relating to people um, where the greatest amount of growth, uh, the capacity for growth is not just um, in intimate relationships, just through, you know, in a work situation or with friends or acquaintances. That's where we learn the most about ourselves, ourselves sorry, and, and other people. So at this time, it is, of course, we've had three years where we've all wanted to, for good reason, lock ourselves away, even when it was forced upon us during uh, lockdowns in inverted commas. So again, that's the challenge of these times going forward is to sort of, um, is to be, in the world and as i say a lot to be in the world but not of the world that is the great challenge and i think for those of us who do have a little bit more awareness of what is going on in the planet on the planet right now beyond notions of good and evil and beyond the kind of ideas and concepts of how humanity um this sort of evolutionary process that's going on again as i've said recently it might it might not look like it but as many um prophecies have foretold um i'm pretty sure that that is what we're going through i mean if it was just one prophecy saying um then we could question it but it, it's countless prophecies who who predicted that during this time they were saying it would be an extraordinary process of change on the planet and um human beings would 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 have the capacity or the potential don't necessarily mean it's going to happen to 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 change and, and bring about a amazing transformation on the planet so those of us who are interested in such things uh, are interested you know like i was talking about in my um recent episode on the parallel society and how organic change might happen in the future for those of us who are interested in such concepts and ideas, I do think we have a little bit of a responsibility to get out in the in the world, not to proselytise, not to speak our truth or, you know, to get our tablets of stone and stand on the mountaintop in a kind of religious way, but just to just to be a good human being, just to be forgiving, to be to be loving and um just because i feel that where as things fall apart when we have a little bit of an inside when we have uh, an inside knowledge or an inside track on what's going on we i don't think we feel the chaos and the madness on quite such a deep level because we've got a bigger concept we've got a, a bigger understanding we've got um more of a grounded understanding so we don't feel it quite so personally and I think that's why as I was just saying that we have I think we do have a responsibility to still be out in the world to just you know as I say quite a lot forgive me for repeating myself but I think it's worth repeating this point to be a shining light to be a beacon out there um you know because um really um, going forward it is going to be very very difficult very very challenging for for all of us and, and especially for people who who can't ever really imagine a, a world um, sort of beyond what they've known or, or how it currently operates and a lot of the sort of comforts that they've always taken for granted which may or may not I think um, it's quite likely that quite a lot of the comforts that we got used to I just think they might not always be there and it is going to be um, difficult for people who have been habituated towards um, quite a lot of 
conveniences and an ease of life and they they're going to be angry and they're going to want to what they're going to sorry they're going to they're going to want to know why um this is all kind of happening really it's so i think if we're out there and we're just being good human beings we're being forgiving uh we're being understanding we're not sort of um what's the word we're not judging people too much because uh, something else i forgot to mention forgive me in my energy update is i know i've noticed in recent times that once upon a time um i think this is what happens on a kind of like forgive me sounds a bit cliche but and awake when you go through an awakening process and you begin to see the horrors of of the evil on this planet which undoubtedly does exist and the dark occult forces and how they are trying to suppress human consciousness the first reaction a bit like a prisoner who's released um, when the shackles are released you go on a mad you know i can't believe this is happening and first of all the impulse is to find the others find the other people who have also just had their shackles released and you know so you can be angry with them and i went through a period of that back in about 2008 2009 where there was just this couple that i hung out with and we would just you know rage at the world and rage at the mainstream media for all the lies they were spreading and raging at the so-called sheeple and the stupid general public for believing all the lies and not being able to sort of be friends or have a you know have social interactions with people who couldn't see the world like we saw it but i think what happens is as we mature this is certainly uh, i can't speak for everyone else but this is certainly what my process has been and i felt this more and more and i felt it during covid is that look it's okay to have friends that you you know uh, might not be awake or might not um, have any understanding of any of the dark agendas that's okay you know that really is okay and 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 i've made um you know in recent times an accommodation to that and i realize um you know perhaps again that's a part of growing up and and maturing at, and evolving because we're all on this planet we're all trying we're all trying to do the best we can and it don't get me wrong sometimes you know it's great when you you know perhaps you randomly meet someone i don't know a bus stop or at the train station or you know to meet someone um in the flesh and you know they they are aware of all of the agendas that were going on in covid all the deceptions and all the psychological tricks that were were being implemented on and perhaps they've been down you know lots of kind of rabbit holes as well it feels great doesn't it it feels like oh my brother my sister you know my god you've you've you know you you've you've been through the pain like i have of all the the shadow mapping and and the dark unveilings and it is great when that happens but also you know there is um there is a certain humanity or, or we can feel a sense of humanity i feel um when we can just relate to people who aren't interested in any of that stuff um because because at the end of the day does it really matter does it really matter is it really important that we just find the others we just find people who share our perspective or who share our world view and more and more that used to be as i was just saying back around about 0809 into 2010 um that used to be you know that was one of my main things in life i i had to search i had to find 
the people in my tribe that you know the, the fellow the fellow tribe members who really knew how dark things were but um i realize now that isn't that isn't that isn't necessarily the case because what what you what you get then is a kind of a form of um a form of tribalism because then you only sort of um you only surround yourself with with people that share that share your um perspective and then you know share your viewpoint on the world and then of course that's the um that's the beginning of um that's the beginning of things like um things like cults and you know um brainwashing and all the rest of it and that's at this time i think what you're going to see is um there will be um an increase in 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 cults because people are going to look for comfort as things fall apart and most people let's be honest i mean we all struggle with the inner work because it's not easy facing your darkness facing your demons it really is not it's a really really difficult process especially if you're doing it on your own so far better to find you know a group of like-minded people where you can throw stones at the rest of the world who don't see the world like you or don't believe the things that you believe so um again at this time you know um i i think it is incumbent upon us to try and make sure that we we don't fall into into that into that trap and we just um you know we treat human beings um as human beings um devoid of what their opinions might be what their belief systems uh, are or what their ideologies are or what their political persuasions might be because i think if we obsess about that if we judge people based on their beliefs and their ideologies then again we're back to this idea whereby i think we're just increasing the polarization i just think we're increasing um sort of um gross disparity on the earth and that's what this new era is about it's about trying to bring um greater harmony if we have the potential um so to speak so i think our uh so coming a bit short of time now um i think i'll round things up now so thank you for listening um to um today's episode i really do um appreciate um all your support i know things are getting pretty hectic in the world at the moment um but i hope things aren't too hectic in your own um in your own personal lives and and if they are you're managing to find um some comfort i was saying in, in the comfort of others or just basic activities and things that you might do to to keep yourself to keep yourself sane anyway thank you all for tuning in and I'll see you and I will speak to you all again next week for episode number 19 of Into the Void. Bye for now.